Welcome to the A-Game Podcast with Nick LaMagna, digging into the minds and experiences of some of today's brightest entrepreneurs in real estate and business, along with Hollywood stars, UFC fighters, and your favorite rock bands. People that have figured out how to overcome obstacles, take chances, live boldly, and no matter what they do, they always bring their A-game. How's it going? This is Nick Lamagna again with the A-Game Podcast, doing a solo episode here for, for uh, you know, a short 25, 30-minute episode. So what I want to talk about today is being more effective with your time, getting more done, um, prioritizing things better, time management, those things. So it's not as much of a real estate technical thing, but this is going to help translate into whatever it is you're doing for you being more productive on that lane. So it's interesting because I've I've asked a lot of people that I've interviewed or people that have mentored me or had discussions with people that I was mentoring about ways to make myself be more productive with the time I have, especially for people that are starting out. If you're trying to get into real estate, getting the stock, be an entrepreneur, do something that you're in charge of your own hours, it's very hard sometimes. You, especially when you're home, we're in quarantine right now, all of a sudden now you want to watch Netflix. You don't want to actually come in and and work or make calls. So the old cliche of, uh, you know, things aren't made by doing them when you want to do them, you know? You have to be able to have that accountability and it's very nice to be able to be your own boss and make your own hours, but you also have to make sure that you're able to be productive at home. And sometimes the distractions of TV or the dog, the kids, or, you know, it it becomes very easy to say, I'm going to do this later or any of those types of things. So I want to talk about some things that I've learned because I found that everybody, I don't know who you are, some of the most successful people I know to athletes, to business guys, everybody struggles with finding ways to find balance and be productive. And they're always trying to find hacks to, to get things done or, or to save time or, or to get more in with less time. So hopefully these are all things that people can relate to because I personally struggle with this. I've had to reinvent it a thousand different times already. So these are things that have helped me. So I do want to preface that a lot of it is going to sound very basic and elementary and some of it almost primitive with all the apps and the different technology that we have to really make things work for you. But I will say that they work. So I've tried the apps. I've tried it on my phone. I've tried reminders. I've tried Siri and Alexa and all kinds of different things to make sure that I get things done or hold myself accountable or I'm able to keep a schedule and Sometimes the good old paper and pen, it just works better. But I do want to preface that that find what works for you. You know, some of the younger people watching this that are really anti-pen and paper or don't like whiteboards or whatever it is, find a thing that works for you, but be honest about what works and what doesn't. So um, writing things down to me has been huge. And I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that that things too. So two major tools that I have used to make sure that I'm writing things down all the time that has really helped my productivity. And I noticed a direct correlation for the days and the weeks that I'm getting things done with less resistance and less running around and trying to fit everything at the last minute to get it, get it in by the deadline is always when I use these tools and I write them down versus the weeks that I feel like I'm a little bit lost, scattered. I'm trying to figure out what I should do. Half a day goes by and I realize I forgot to do five things. It's always when I'm not following 
following these rules. So the first one is a weekly rhythm register, weekly rhythm register. So if you guys want a copy of the one I use, you can email me podcast at nicknicknick.com or just find me on social media, DM me on Instagram at Nick Lamagna Invest. I'd be happy to send you the one that I use, but I just got one off of Google that I happen to like the formatting on and I print it out every Sunday. So I'll print it out on Sunday. I'll write down all the things that I need to do for the week. And then I will start it on Monday. And some of my mentors like Tim Bratz and Lee Kearney, guys like that, they all use, are using it as well. So I thought this was not going to be as effective as it was, but it's amazing how just planning out your week and making sure you have these things written down on your weekly rhythm register makes all the difference in the world for getting it done because something about taking it out of your head and putting it on paper changes something for the way you, you start to react or plan out your week. So I'll have some things on there. Like if I grab mine right now and I look at this, you take your paper and you, you put down what your plans are for the week. So for mine, I have run and I want to run 30 miles a week. Uh, you know, a couple of exercises in there, stretching, 10 pages, a couple of business things, uh, no sugar, um, a couple of deals I have to follow up on, a couple of videos I want to make, uh, recording a podcast, and then you put what your goals are on it. So, you know, for running, I have 30 miles on there. For reading, I have 50, 50 pages. For eight-minute abs, I want to do it five times a week. So that's the goal. And then every day, when you pull that out, you check off if you did that or not. And then at the end of it, it's going to tell you what you achieved, how much you were up or down. So at the very least, I know if I do 35 miles, great, I hit it. If I do 25 miles, I'm five under, and then you tally it all up. And at the end of the week, you can see where you're at. But I, I find that, again, every time I hit these goals and I write them down on the days that I'm going, you know what, I don't really want to run today. I'm saying to myself, ah, you know what, though? I'm going to have to face this sheet at the end and I don't want to have to run around on Sunday. So it's helping me in the fact of putting it down and I'm getting more and more specific with it. So let's say workout. Okay. Running is one thing. I want to lift weights. So I used to just put lift weights and then some days I was doing it. Some days I wasn't, but I was doing it a lot more on the weeks that I had it written down than it was on the, on the, on the weeks that I just didn't, because now I'm not looking at that sheet every day going, okay, I got to get five out of these seven days in for at least doing a few sets of weightlifting. And then the week goes by and I get nothing done. For some reason, having it on paper and looking at it and starting to make that progress and check those boxes really helps. And especially now, I'll pre-write out the whole week for, okay, Monday is, is you know, bison and back. Tuesday is chest and tries. Wednesday is shoulders. Sundays is going to be my rest day. So I can start to put those in there. And I found that these little things of putting that in there helps almost a little bit like time blocking where as on the days that I'm sitting around and I'm going, all right, I got 15 minutes on my next call or I got 20 minutes. I just found myself sitting on the couch. I'll look at the sheet and I'll say, oh, you know, I got to get tries in there. So I'll run over and I'll do that. Or I got to do eight minute abs. I have eight minutes. I'm going to do it right now. I have to send this email. I have to make this phone call. I'm going to do it right now. So it starts to find things to fill those voids that you'll be amazed when you have these written down instead of sitting around wondering and going and scrolling on your phone and spending 20, 30 minutes just trying to figure out what you should be doing with that 20 or 30 minutes, having those things written down, you'll be able to say, okay, you know, I have 20 now, I can knock two or three things off of this list. And you start to fill in a lot of these little time gaps over the course of your day that might've been dead space with you scrolling on social media that you're starting to get things achieved and get things done. And there's something psychological about checking off that box and knowing, Hey, you know what? I just got three things out of my 10 things done today in 30 minutes. Hey, what else can I do? What else can I get knocked off of this list? And to me, that just creates that momentum. And 
Um, starting that out early helped me a lot too. So I'll put the things on there that'll be basic things every like health and exercise and dieting that, okay, I want five days that I'm not eating sugar. If I have two, it's okay. But I'll also try and front load these heavy because I found that I really want to feel good at the end of the month or the end of the week of these are the things I got done. And instead of leaving them towards the end and letting the week creep up on me, and now when work and deals and calls and life just starts to pile up on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and now I'm getting stressed up because the weekend comes. And now I still have to run like 20 miles because I didn't do anything in the beginning of the week. I found myself heavily front-loading. I'll do 10 miles on Monday. I'll make 15 calls on Monday. I'll record two or three podcasts on Monday or Tuesday. I'll make sure I do some extra time on whatever. I'll read some extra pages. So I start really getting a jump on it. And what I thought was going to happen was at the end of the week, I was going to start to slow down and relax. But what you start to see is you go, man, I did 30 miles. I'm going to do 40 miles. I read 50 pages. I'm going to read 70 pages. I did you know, I put out 10 offers on properties this, this week already, and it's only Thursday. I'm going to find another 10 properties. I raised $100,000 in private money. You know what? It's Friday. I was going to take the whole weekend off, but I'm going to make some more. I'm going to get another 50 grand I'm going to raise in private money on Friday. So it's helping my, my goals move more, and the target and the goalposts start moving and moving. And now the next week, you know, I was, I was starting out just wanting to do three miles a day. Now by Friday, I should have 30 miles in, and there's that I run 60 miles. So my goals for each week and my expectation of what I should be doing starts to grow and grow and grow. And that whole failing forward principle, like I was talking on the Nathan Bibb episode about, is really interesting to me because maybe there's weeks that I don't read my 50 pages or I don't run my 30 miles or I don't raise all the private money or put out all the offers I want. But over the course of the month, the amount of things I've done, I'm way further to where I would have been. You know, okay, oh, I ran 50 miles this week. Okay, but Two months ago, I was running zero. So things are starting to get better now. And it all comes down to this silly sheet of paper that I get and I write these things down. And just the, the, the triggering, like the endorphins, the, the little happy release that you get from checking this off, checking this off, checking this off, and running down and hitting those things really holds me accountable. And again, you start to front load the week. And another thing I want to talk about now, so we have the weekly rhythm register. That's one of the first things. So a tip to your weekly rhythm register is definitely uh, front loaded. Get some of those things done earlier in the week to make sure you start the week out on a good note. Because if you crush Monday, Tuesday becomes a lot easier. And then you start to build momentum up for Wednesday. And then you really start to feel like you earned that cheat meal or that rest day or that nap or that hour on the couch or whatever it is on the weekend. So I've been mentally, even though I'm working seven days a week, because every day is just the same day now in quarantine, I try and put myself in the mental side of the week's over on Friday at five o'clock. So even though I still have the rest of the night, Friday and all day and all Saturday and Sunday to get things done, if I'm tricking myself mentally thinking I only have five work days to do it, I'm really slacking off a lot less during my week and I'm making myself promise to get certain things done. So front loading it. And even though I have it over seven days, I'm really trying to get everything done in five. And then what I'm doing is I have a whiteboard behind me. And then I have things that I go, okay, here's what I got done from Monday to Friday. Here's my three to five things that absolutely have to be done this weekend by the end of the day of Sunday because I didn't get them done on Friday or maybe they were a weekend project anyway. And that's another thing I want to start to talk about. So my money-making activities, I found myself that maybe I'm doing podcast stuff or things that I enjoy doing or stuff that that's, it's slowly getting me out there or, or helping, but it's not really making dollars for me every day like some of my real estate stuff is. Instead of spending my Monday and Tuesday doing that, I'm pushing those 
to the weekend. So I'm recording my, my podcast and doing my editing and my social assets on the weekend. Some of the things that I need to get done, maybe some grocery shopping, some store stuff, some online stuff, cleaning around the house. You know, I'm doing my, my floors and my bathrooms and things. That's going to be done on the weekend because those are all non-revenue generating activities. So I can get all the other stuff done during the week and make sure I'm paying attention to what's my priority, what's making me money, what's important for my business and for my long-term growth. And then I can do those other things over the weekends. I'm trying to shuffle out and pay attention to that. And my deal that I've made myself is when a deal comes in, that becomes my priority. So if I'm reading my 10 pages, if I'm exercising, if I'm recording a podcast and somebody says, hey, I'm interested in buying a property from you or I'm interested in selling you this property or here's a counter offer on this property or I want to sell my home, what's your offer? I have to make sure that that day I address that. I get my investment package down. I get it out to my investors. I crunch the numbers to see if it's even a deal. I put my offers out because right now you're going to see that you're not the only out there. And what I found is, okay, well, it's not on my list. So I'm going to put it on my Tuesday so I can have all my checks done on Monday. When I call on Tuesday, somebody already called that person and now that deal's gone. So I need to make sure that yes, I have stuff there that's giving me my, my general guidelines, but I do have to be flexible with them and make sure that the priority is always going to be the deals. So obtaining to my current deals and the money that's actual money on the table, those are first. And then the new deals that are coming in, those are second. And then my list becomes third. So Obviously, I'd like to run five miles, but if it means that I have to get on a call with the seller and now I can't do that, I won't, but I'm trying to find ways to mix stuff else. So yeah, maybe I can't go run full speed, but I'll put a headset on and I'll literally go walk while I make my calls to my investors or catch up with somebody about a deal or talk to my assistant about how we can track different stuff or get on with one of my renters. So what I'm trying to do to incorporate more physical activity, especially with the quarantine, is make my calls outside, walk around the neighborhood, walk around the track. And I'll find I'm out there for two and a half, three hours sometimes and don't even realize it. And all of a sudden I'm, I'm sunburned and, you know, but I got my calls in there and I got my steps in there and I burned some calories and then I come back and I have a protein shake. And, you know, again, you're starting to feel healthy instead of just sitting there all day at your computer and going, man, my fat ass just sat here for 10 hours. You know, I, I ate a box of chocolate marshmallows and I didn't really get any exercise done this starts to help. So I'm starting to feel better about what I'm doing. I had a good productive conversation with people. Now I'm home working on my plan. I ran, I exercised, I came in sweaty, I drank a shake, I'm feeling healthy, I'm making vegetables. So it all starts to trickle down and create those habits. And again, when I've had a week that I'm looking at my sheet at the end, that on Friday I have all my goals hit, I've done all the things I wanted to, I know I didn't slack off and watch four hours of Netflix or, or push things off that I shouldn't have pushed off. I can feel better about having, you know, a a margarita or a, a brownie or whatever why I want to do to go relax a little bit on Saturday or Sunday, maybe pay attention to my nephews, FaceTime my dog. I feel like I earned it. And that is helping me too on the personal side because now I'm not checked out when I'm with other people on the weekends or trying to have fun at night or, or have dinner with friends or family. I'm more able to enjoy that because all these things aren't going, well, I shouldn't be here. I got to do this. And I'm not really present. It's helping me. So writing down these simple things and keeping myself accountable to them every week and seeing the progress and knowing that I'm getting all these things done and I'm actually being productive. It allows me to be able to relax and turn that side off and say, no, you, you did what you're supposed to do. And anything that pops in my head, I just immediately write. It. So moving on to the, the next part is I want to talk about um, the book that I walk around with. And I also want to talk about what we call eating the frog or slaying dragons. So I have the, uh, the High Performance Planner by Brendan Bouchard. So you can go on, you can order, I think, a year's worth in advance. And they're basically just books. And they have time blocking in there. 
every day. So you open it up and I'm literally carrying around a book and a pen with me everywhere I go because what happens is you'll start to think about things. You'll be doing something, maybe you're a firefighter or you know, jujitsu instructor or whatever you're doing. You're, you're working on some deals and you get, oh, that's right, I got to pay this bill or I got to call this person or I got to write this presentation or I got to reach out to this guy. And you're going to tell yourself that you're going to do that, but then you're going to forget. And then days and weeks will go by, you go, crap, crap, crap. So I'll literally keep it right next to my computer while I'm working. And anytime I get a thought in my head, I write it down. And so every day it's going on there. So I don't have to worry about remembering all these things. I take them out of my head and I put them on that paper and they're on there for the day. And then I get to prioritize that day. So let's say I wake up and it's 9 a.m. on Monday. It'll have everything on the left with, with some basic mindset things to get you in the habit of what do you need to accomplish today? What didn't go right yesterday? What's the, the strengths and weaknesses for today that you're going to do different? And you can write these little things down on the side. And then it'll have 6 a.m. Uh, midnight just lying down. So you can literally start to plan out your whole day of, okay, you know, at, at 5 a.m. I'm going to get up and I'm going to stretch. And at 5.30, I'm going to go run. And at 6.30, I'm going to make a shake. And at 7 o'clock, I'm going to stretch. And then at 7.30, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to start making phone calls or I'm going to pages or I'm going to meditate and then, you know, I have, I'm going to pull some new lists and get them skip traced at 1130 and I can literally start to put this whole thing down there, which again, it takes the guesswork out of my day. It allows me to say, okay, you know, I put two hours in place here to pull lists and skip trace. It took me 45 minutes. Now I have this extra time open that I can get more done or I'm ahead of schedule. And what I'm finding is some of the things I think are going to take less time are taking more. And some of the things that I think are taking more time are going to actually take less, but I'm getting things done and I'm pushing them out there. And I know what my day looks like every day. And I'm not really going against that unless one of my deal things comes up, but it allows me again to put that on there. So then at the end of the day, it gives you the other side to basically do a what went right today, what went wrong today. And then all I'm doing is I'm literally taking all the things that I wrote down that day while they came into my head or had already been on there. And then I'm flipping it over to the next day. So before I go to bed at night, I'm rewriting everything for the next day that didn't get done. And it's getting passed on to the next morning. So when I wake up, it helps me sleep so much better at night because they don't have all these things rattling around in my head of what I need to accomplish, what I need to do, what I need to remember. I know that it's sitting there right next to my computer. And when I wake up in the morning, I can open it up and pick up my day right where I left off, which is, there's something about doing that and getting it out of the brain and onto paper that just allows you to be able to relax, allows you to be able to unplug, and you're not jumping around at night and, and you know flopping around in your bed with all these things racing around in your head. Just putting those thoughts out there and just taking them out of that noggin and putting them somewhere safe allows your brain to rest a little bit. So that helps me big time to, to be able to do that. And I, I don't get things dropped. I don't forget them because again, when, when I'm writing them down immediately, it's something I go, okay, well, and, and then some of those little silly things, like don't forget to reach out to this person, check, did, did Amazon get the return for this? Did you get the, the credit back on your credit card? Little dumb stuff that just, again, you're checking off that box and the less things you have crammed in there, the better off you are, start to help. But the other thing it does is it also gives you um, two two places on the, on the day, they allow you to put in some of the things that are the biggest priorities. So it'll say like, without question today, I need to get these three to five things done. And this is something that has really, really made a big thing for me because back to the running analogy, I used to say, you know what, if I can't run at least six miles a day, it's not worth me running. So all day long, I'd be trying to find time to run. But my whole day is going, I'm on a call with this one, then I get hungry, then I fall asleep, then this person calls, then this person comes over, then I wanted to go to jiu-jitsu, then I get sidetracked, and all of a sudden I go, well, I never got my running. 
So I want to go in the whole month and running that at all. But if I go, you know what? I just need to make sure I can run a mile a day. I can find seven to eight minutes to run a mile anytime. It's like doing eight minute abs. And anytime I could say, I have eight minutes now to do this. I'm just going to do it. And I'll just throw something on and I'll just go for a run. So my plan was just to get that, that one mile in five days that week. But once I'm out there running, that was the hardest part. Now I'm going to do two, three, four, five. But even if I did a mile a day, instead of planning for this perfect execution of six miles a day where I can do it all, and then the whole month went by and do anything, I'm at least getting my five or six miles a day in, which is better than nothing. So I need to start to train myself that it's okay just to get what you can get in there. You don't have to perfect everything, but start getting in there because at the end of that month now that I went up doing nothing, if I did one mile a day, which I have time for one mile a day, and mentally, I feel like I, I'll get myself out of bed to go do that, or I'll get my, my sneakers on and go do that one mile, because you go, maybe I can't do five, but I can do one, and then I wound up doing three. And now we've done 15 miles for that week, for the whole month. So I did what, 15, 60 miles that month versus I would have done nothing because I was waiting for the perfect time to do it the way I wanted to. It becomes the same way with your week. So I would say I have all these things there. And if you want to go back and listen to one of my uh, podcasts, one of the first ones I did was with um, Randy Scott. Um, awesome guy, he's empowerment.com. And he helped me big time with getting my priorities straight. And one of the things he said was, if you have more than three priorities, you have no priorities. So he would say, hey, what are the really important things to get done today? And I give him five or 10 things and he go, you're not going to get any of those done because he's exactly right. It's like me saying, I need to run 10 miles. No, no, no. I need to run one mile. So that's my priority. I need to get that done. So what he taught me to do was to literally just take that book and I'll say, no matter what, on Monday, here's the three things that without a doubt, I have to get done. And I cannot go to bed until these three things are done. And what I did was instead of having myself overwhelmed with a whole day of things that need to get done, three things make it a successful day. Then three more things on Tuesday. Then three more things on Wednesday. Then three more things on Thursday. Then three more things on Friday. And when you have 15 big things you need to get done, you're going to see that that took a big chunk out of that list. And you start to feel so much better about knocking some of those things out. Whereas again, if I looked at it in the old way and I looked at my list and I went, oh my God, I have these 15 things to do. Where do I start? I'm so overwhelmed. I'm tired. I'm going to eat first. I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to rearrange my sadra, everything but the thing that I really need to do because that's what people do as humans is they avoid the big things and they'll go do everything but that. And then those things wind up not getting done and then they pile up and they pile up and they pile up. So again, what I'll do here is I'll break it down to three big things over the course of five days. And now I got 15 things done. And this has worked for me because I'll be tired and I'll say, you know what? I want to go to bed. And people will text me and say, hey, man, it's been a long day. Just get it tomorrow. I can't. I, got the, I have to get these things done. And what I found is those big things, when I go to do them, even though I might have put them off all day, I'm still not perfect at this. So maybe I wrote my three things down and now it's 1030 at night and I didn't do them. All right. It's my fault. I made this deal with myself. If I have to be up until one or two o'clock and then tomorrow I'm just going to be tired, that's what has to happen now because I have to train myself that when these things get written down, I don't get to slack off. I have to do them. It's only three things. I should have done them this morning if they were that important. I did it. My fault. Now maybe I'll teach myself tomorrow to start with those three things. And usually I go to do them and they're nowhere near as big or as crazy or as tea or as scary as I had imagined them to be why I kept putting themselves off. And that feeling of just, oh, I got it done makes you want to go and do more. It's like being online at the roller coaster and you're scared, you're scared, you're scared, you're scared, you're scared. And you get on, you I don't want to do this. And then you go down the first thing and you can't wait to go back again. It's that same type of thing. You, for some reason, people have that resistance. And 
Um, that's another thing. So the, the Bouchard book, that's a big one. So I carry that around and I just write everything down. So if you have something, write them down at the end of the night, have your stuff there for the next day to help you sleep better. And throughout the day, carry around that notebook just to write those things down. And if that's taking notes in your phone or whatever it is for you, but I found for me and for a lot of people that are still good with technology, there's just something different about writing it down, whether it's a goal or a scheduling or your batching activities, which I'll talk about another time or time blocking, which I'll talk about another time, but it all starts to help. So the, the weekly rhythm register is one huge one. Map out your week, put, I think there's about maybe 10, 20 spots on there that you can check off. So you can have 20 things that you want to get done this week on a personal, professional, health, business, safe, whatever it is, you know, read to my kid for an hour, take a, a, a spa day, whatever it is, but you put it on there. You make sure you keep yourself having realistic goals in there and you track them and you measure them every day. Then the Bouchard book, that's number two. Keep that with you. Pick them up online. There's different versions of them. I'm sure the one I use is the high performance planner. And I just write every day. I carry it around. I keep the pen in there. And every day I'm flipping it over. And, and the list is getting longer, but I'm cutting half the stuff up. And then something new will pop up. And then I'll adjust that. And it's really just worked amazing for me during this quarantine for keeping productive and getting things done. And then again, I'm prioritizing those tasks. So the last thing here I want to talk about is swallowing the frog. Or as my friend Jared Osmond calls it, slaying dragons. So although I have my list of things that need to get done, and I have my, my structure in place, I also do want to prioritize my day that those three big things, those three priorities are probably the things that I've been procrastinating on the most or the most nervous or resistant to do. So the things that you're looking least forward to doing, do them first. That is called swallowing the frog. I love the term slaying dragons because my buddy Jared always says, you know, he wakes up in the morning and he goes, all right, wh what's my biggest threat today? What's the biggest thing? Oh my God, I have this fire breathing dragon in front of me. Okay, so yeah, I have to make my bed, I have to walk the dog, I have to make a phone call, but if this dragon incinerates me with his dragon breath right now, none of that stuff matters. I have to take care of this because I literally have a giant fire-breathing dragon trying to kill me right now. That has to be my focus, that has to be my priority. And then what happens if you put that off and you go, you know what, I'm just gonna ignore that dragon there, but I'm gonna do one of these like people do. My socks are more important right now. I'm gonna go rearrange my socks or I'm not gonna take care of that priority. Now another one pops up and then you come back after lunch, you go, ah, crap. Now I have two fire breathing dragons. Now I have two giant things that are now, now I'm really overwhelmed. Now I have three. Oh my God. It's done. I'm never going to get these things done. Now I'm just going to go take a nap. I'm going to go pour a drink. I'm going to go, you know, order a Big Mac, whatever it is. But you start to see that if you take care of one or two or three of those big things, it makes everything else that much better. And you'll see that a lot of the time it's not as big and bad and scary as you thought it was. So you thought that this dragon was this big, crazy thing you had to kill. And then all of a sudden you go and you, you kick it in the shin and it cries and runs away or whatever it is, or, you know, this call you were dreading to make or this conversation you want to have, or this email you wanted to put together. You, you took you two, three, four weeks to do it. And then you go, you know what? I did that. It took me 10 minutes. I wish I would have just gotten that done. Check it off my list. So prioritizing with a weekly rhythm register is something that's going to be really helpful for you as far as planning out your week and getting things done. There's a bunch of them on, uh, on Google. You can hit me up. I'll send you the one I use, but a lot of my mentors are using that as well. It has been extremely crucial for me achieving my goals and being productive every week by writing those things down on that weekly rhythm register and holding myself accountable. And every week I'm seeing that the bar gets moved and, and my expectation goes up. So this, the stuff that's on there, is two, three, four times what it was when I started doing it a couple of months ago. I'm growing with it. My goals are growing with it. And it's holding me accountable.
high performance planner, writing those things down, time blocking, writing down how the day went and then recapping it at the end of the day, and then swallowing the frog or slaying the dragon, the three most important things you need to do this day. Write them down every day, three a day for five days and do nothing. You cannot go to bed until you get those things done. And it, if you do them first and early in the day and you slay those dragons, you swallow those frogs, or you attack those things that you want to procrastinate or resist the most, you're going to see that they weren't as big, easy, as scary as you thought they were. And you're going to feel so much better about getting them done. And again, when you do, you start to break through those barriers. Okay, I got those done. Now, what else can I get done? Now, what else can I do? I ran, I good, I got this dragon out of the way, I closed the deal or I put an offer out, I'm going to get more done. And you start to feed off that momentum and you start to see a lot of progress go by. So these have been things that help me just be a lot more productive with my week, especially sitting home, working from home in quarantine. Sometimes it's hard to figure out your schedule or hard to figure out what you should be focusing on when. And I'll lose 20, 30 minutes here, an hour here, 20, 30 minutes here, an hour here trying to figure out what I should be doing. Whereas now I get to look at my register and go, okay, I got to do eight minute abs. I got to send this email. I got to call this person. I got to fill out this document. I got to write this investor packet. I got to touch base with this lender. It's just all on there. And then all of a sudden it's, it's 8 PM at night and you go, where did they go? But I'm not sitting there going, where did my day go? I watched Netflix all day and I watched Tiger King again, or I fell asleep on the couch. I don't know what I did with my day. I get to look at it and go, damn, I got a lot done today. I can't wait until tomorrow. I have half the things I was going to do tomorrow done already. This is going to be a great week. And that's how you start to get, get some momentum and some drive and some things done. And then that snowballs. And all of a sudden now you're finding out that you're, you're able to do more things with less time, which again, to me is because when I have that peace of mind that I know I had a great week and I hit my goals and I slayed my dragons, when I'm with my friends or family or dog, or I just want to unplug, I can do it. I not have to be stressed and worrying about what I didn't get done or what's coming up next. I have that. I've earned it. I've earned that break and I get to enjoy it. And that's something that's been big to me. So I hope this was helpful to you, but I promise if you start to write them down as archaic and primitive and basic and silly as it sounds, printing out a weekly rhythm register and writing down those goals for the week and tracking them and looking at it every day with just those basic check marks, you're going to be surprised how much that starts to help you and put those things on paper. So you really know what you should focus on. That high performance planner is going to be another great thing. You can make your own if you want. It's nothing complicated. And then slaying the dragons to do the things that you regret the most first early in the day and write three things that are priorities that no matter what, those have to be done today. If you guys want, 20% discount on CBD and some of the best CBD out there. Naked Warrior Recovery. You can go to www.nicknicknick.com slash links and you will see under the affiliates there, there is a link for the Naked Warrior CBD Recovery site. Put in code word AGAME and get 20% off on gummies, on drops, on energy drinks, on gear, on joint support. They have so many things there. It is a Navy SEAL run company. They are a sponsor of the show. Try their product for 30, 60 days. All those aches and pains and anxiety and stuff that you're feeling will be gone. You won't even remember where they came from. If you want funding for your deals, Nationwide Business Capital Group, again, go to nicknicknick.com slash links. You will see a link there to get funding for your real estate deals. And you can speak to Marianne directly through that link. She will contact you and she can help you find creative ways to get funding for your real estate transactions as an investor. If you need to get loans for your buyers, if you need lines of credit, residential, commercial, refi, uh, rental properties, all kinds of different things. When a lot of lenders were not able to close deals, Nationwide Business Capital still was. Contact Marianne, have a conversation, get her on your side. If she can't get it done, I found that most people can't. So they are flexible, they're creative, they're on your side, they work their butts off. Contact them, tell them the A-Game Podcast sent you over there. 
And again, there's a link on there for uh, Zoom with the state. You can uh, see a lot of the state guests are coming on here. All that's going to charity and get a recording of their reunion on nicknicknick.com slash links, which is where you can also find the links for this podcast on every platform, including YouTube and all of my social media links. If you're interested in investing in real estate and want to learn about buying properties from us, selling properties to us, or partnering on some level, go to nicknicknick.com. Look around at what the options are and get with us there and go on our website and hit the link for danlamagna.com if you guys want some online drum lessons. Thank you so much for subscribing. Please rate, review. Let me know anything I can do to help you. Any topics you want me to cover or expand on podcast at nicknicknick.com. Shoot me an email. I'm looking forward to talking to all you guys. Thank you and have a great day. Ever wanted to play the drums or do you want to get your kids some drum lessons to burn some of that energy while they are all locked up? Take advantage of a free drum lesson with one of the tri-state area's most respected drummers, Dan LaMagna. Dan LaMagna has played in such bands as Crown of Thorns, Suicide City, Biohazard, The Real Mackenzies, Sworn Enemy, The Walls of Jericho. He has played all over the world, and he is also endorsed by such companies as DW, Vader, and Sabian. Dan has taught tons of people from all different age groups and all different music styles. He can teach adults, kids, advanced beginner, any types of styles from metal, all different types of percussion, whatever style you want. Get a free drum lesson today from Dan. All you need to do is text the word DRUMMER, D-R-U-M-M-E-R, to the number 833-482-0167. Again, text DRUMMER to 833-482-0167 for your free drum lesson.